0: That has given us that we do not deserve. Am I right? Then we went on to ask the question, and the question was uh, How many of you guys m- believe that Jesus knows that you love Jesus? And, and, and we did not have as much hands going up as we did with the first question. The question was How many of you know that Jesus loves people that you love him? went on to ask again, you know that Jesus knows to love him. Because remember, we mentioned how we know he loves us. So how do we know that he knows that we love him? And when you go into his word, we find out from his word what Jesus says. How he says he will know that we love him. Who remembers what Jesus says Will make him know that we love him. Come again. By keeping his commandments, right? Say this with me. Say Jesus. Say Jesus says he will know that I love him when I keep his commandments. Where do we find that in the Bible? That's <laughs> it. John 14, 15. Come on. Give me John 14, 15 on the screen, please. John 14, 15. Are the screens working? Let's look at John 14, 15. Let's read it together. Are you ready? These are the words of Jesus, right? Ready? Read. If you love me, keep my commandments. How does Jesus say we show him that we love him? How does Jesus say that we show that we love him? What is to keep his commandments? Say to keep is to obey. So Jesus says, I show him that I love him when I obey his commandments. What are his commandments? No, that's what one of the commandments say. What is a commandment? Instruction, right? Or is teaching, right? Praise God. Hallelujah. So you guys were listening. Some you were listening. Give me 1 John 2, 3. I'm still doing a recap from last week. 1 John 2, 3. 1 John 2, 3. All right. Now, let's read this together. Are you ready? Read. Now, by this we know that we know him if we keep his commandments. What do we say Commandments is? Instructions, right? What do we say keep is? Now, let's read it together again and let's uh, 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 change the word keep to obey and the word commandment to instructions. All right? Are you ready? Right. right. Let's read again. Read. Now by this we know that we know him if we obey his instructions. How do we know that we love him? How do we know that we know him? That's what he said. That's what he said. Amen? John 14, 21. John 14, 21. Still looking into last week's teaching. He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Now, we discussed that the scripture says that he who has, now the word is has, say has. What does has mean? To possess, right? To own, right? To have, right? So he says, he who possesses my commandments, he who have my commandments, he who owns my commandments, and keep them. What did we say the word keep is? Obey. Obey. Now we know that a lot of people, they have the commandments. They know the commandments. They can quote scriptures. Even those who do not serve the Lord, they know what the Bible says. They can even tell you, who is a child of God, that listen, you're not supposed to be behaving like this because the Bible says they will quote the Bible to you. So they know them. So Jesus says, it's not enough to have. I don't just want you to have. But I want you to have Obey. Jesus says he wants us to to have and now to obey is to do. To obey is to is to do. The Bible says we are not just what hearers but we are doers. We do what the Lord says we should do, and we look into a. a Commandments that he has given us scriptures that he has given us. Remember we did that? Where he told us what to do. What did he say we should do? Jesus said we should love the Lord with all our hearts. Jesus said we should love one another. Jesus said we should be at peace with all men. Jesus said we should not think of ourselves more highly than we ought to think. Jesus said we should be nice to strangers because by doing so, we have entertained strangers. Jesus said we should pray for our enemies. Jesus said we should pray for our enemies And do good to those that hate us. Jesus said we should do good to those who hate us. Now, last week, I asked a question, if there's anyone who hates me, because I want to do good to them. Because the Bible says, I must do good to those that hate me. And I'm not just want to be a hearer of the word, I want to be a doer. So now, who hates me? I want to obey the scripture. Please, is there anyone who hates me? Dr. Roger, you hate me. Dr. Roger, I want to do good to, to the one that hates Baby, I had some money here. Did you take it? You know this wife. Baby, I had money here. I saw money in the back. Okay, I don't know if you do it. Oh, here. Yeah. Dr. Jo- Roger, you, you hate me. The Bible says I must do good. You don't hate me. Ah, Dr. Doctor, doc, doc, doctor Roger, don't hate me. Who, who hates me? Who hates me? I want to do good to the one that hates me. <laughs> now, now, now you hate me. Huh? That, kind of, <laughs> now, now you don't hate me. I said a thousand. Yes, last week I said a thousand, but no one hated me. Amen? You hate me now, Dr. Roger? Just go give Dr. Roger. I want to do good to those go that hate me. Go give him. But I don't trust you. I don't trust you. Dr. Roger, yeah. The last one must be be good to those that hate me. Yes. I'm <laughs> <laughs> he says he, he says he loves me. Amen. So we must do good. Amen. But the world the world don't teach them. They don't teach them, do they? The world don't teach that. The world teaches you to do to others as they do to you. But it refers to evil. The Bible says, it does not. the Bible doesn't say do to others as they do to you. It says do to others as you would like them to do to you. Hello? The world says do to others as they do to you. The Bible says Do to others as you would like them to do to you. So how would you like others to do to you? You guys want others to love you. You want others to be patient with you. You want others to be kind with you. You want others to, you know, to be good with you, right? So he says, do that to them. He says, do that to them. You want it from them, you do it. That's what he says. Alright. We are too much into last week's teaching. Let's get into today's teaching. Are you ready? Praise God. Now. Let's go to First John 4, 21. 1 John 4, 21. He says, And this commandment we have from him, that he who loves God must, He who loves God must. Now, must means there are no negotiations here. Must means we don't need your opinion here. Are we together? He did not must disregard your feelings must disregard what you think. He who loves God must. What must he do? What must he do? What must he do? Love his brother. The one who loves God must love his brother. He asked Jesus, his mother, his mother Jesus. As Jesus asked his mother, he said, who are my brothers and sisters? And what did Jesus say? His mother was talking to Jesus about his brothers and sisters. And then Jesus said, who is my brother and sister? And he was in the temple. And then he said, mom, since it looks like you don't know these, are my brothers and sisters. Now your brother is not your mom's child. According to scripture. Your sister is not just your mom's child. Everyone who's sitting next to you right now, that's your brother and that's your sister. Jesus said, these are my brothers and sisters. Tell the person next to you, say we are family. Now no, let me, let me. All right, all right, all right. Okay. Are you showing sure family? We are you sure we're family. Right, now leave it there. You will think for yourself. Praise God. He says, if we love God, we also ought to love others. If we love God. at verse 13, verse 12. No one has seen God at any time. If If we love one another, God abides in us. And his love has been perfected in us. Look at that again. No one has seen God at any time. But if we love one another, he abides in us. We looked at the word abide last week. What do we say abide means? It's to remain, right? So, the one that loves, the Bible says God remains in him. God exists in him. God has found his dwelling place in him. God rests. In Him, the one that loves. So in other words, God wants to exist in love because God is love. So He says, "The one that loves God abides in Him." Now, I like to ask myself: if the Bible says one thing, I like to ask myself, "What does it not say?" So if it says the one who walks in love, God abides in him. It means to me, it is not saying the one who walks in hate, God abides in him. Which means, if I walk in hate, God is not in me. Oh, let me let me, let me put it a bit nicer. If I do not walk in love, God does not abide in me. God abides in those who walk in love. So, in other words, we gotta be careful at how we walk. We need to consider how we walk if we want God to abide in us. And then it says, and his love has been perfected in us. Now, 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 how do we know that the, his love has been perfected in us? Go down with me to verse 17. Look at this. It says, love has been perfected. Among us. In this. This is how love has been perfected in us. He says. That we may have boldness. In the day of judgment. Because as he is. So are we. In this world. Not not, not when we get to heaven. In this world. Not not, not, not when we are with Jesus. In heaven. In this world. Hello. Hello. We are expected to be the way He is in this world. Now, love has been perfected among us. In other words, we we have matured in this love. We are perfected in this love. We we have grown in this love. Love has grown in us. Love has matured in us. Love has, has been perfected. How do we know that? He says that we have Boldness in the day of judgment. What will give you boldness on judgment day is your maturity in the love of God. We, 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 listen, we will step up on judgment day with no fear. No, no no fear. Why? Because love has been perfected in us. Are you with me? The Bible says perfect love casts out all fear. Perfect love. Love that is perfected, cast out fear. The one who walks in fear, love has not been perfected in them. They they have not matured in this love. They have not grown in this love. This love has not been manifested in them. They're not sure of who they are. They hear about the love, but they're not sure of this love. The the reason why I've got confidence that I'm going to make it to heaven is because love has been perfected in me. The reason why you know you are a child of God is because love has been perfected in you. If you go to the streets and ask the people, do you think you will go to heaven when you die? Some will say, I hope so. Love is not perfected in them. Some will say, maybe, if God is in a good mood. Huh? Hello? They are not perfected in this love. But here's another one. When you When you are perfected in love, love others. You can't love others when you are not perfected in his love. When you are not mature in his love. When you still deal with people based on how you feel. When you still treat people based on what kind of day you have. You are not perfected in love. You are still a baby. You've got no confidence in this love. No wonder you mistreat people. No wonder you dislike people. But when you are perfected in love, even when they do you wrong, that won't stop you from loving them. Because how many times do we disobey the Father? How many times do we, do we, do we, do we not do what God says? But yet, He still loves us. He still loves us. Hello? Perfect love. Cast out of fear. Some, even in their relationships, in their marriages, they fear to love completely. They've got fear to love. They will say things like, No, if I love, they will take advantage of me. Probably you taking advantage of the father. Because the the father loves you perfectly. Are you taking advantage of the love? Yes, we are. Yet, that does not stop him from loving us. Hello? Now, I, I can't be nice to them at work because they will think I'm weak. Who told that weak people love? We people cannot love. We people hate. Because it's easy to hate. To hate, I just need to follow my feelings. But to love, I must go against my feelings. That takes a tough man and a tough girl to do. Hello? To love is tough. If it was easy, many will be loving today. If it was easy to love, Many will not have hatred in their hearts. Many will not walk with unforgiveness in their hearts. If it was easy to love. Many will be patient with one another. Kind to one another. No. We are not kind to each other. We are impatient with one another. Because when you do what we don't like, we hate. Imagine if God was with us. Where would we be? Where would we be if God was that way? It's not easy to love. But when you are perfected in His love, His love enables you to love. And you love the unlovable. And you love the undeserving. And you love the unqualified. I need to requalify people for our love. But when you are perfected in the love of God, you love the unqualified. You've got a, we've got a list of qualifications on, on who we love. I will love them if they are nice to me. I will love them if they don't irritate me. I will love them if they're. You know, we've got a list of expectations. Even at home, we've got a list upon each other. I will only love my wife if she cooks for me. I will love her when she hires for me, when she hello? Let me not get into marriage. But I'm already there. He didn't say we must love in marriage. He said we must love how? Who's the church? We are the church. So he says in marriage we must love how? Say so the key word is S. Is S now? If I say my car is as fast as Pastor Felix's car in comparison. The word S is a comparison word. My car is as fast as Pastor Felix's car. What am I saying? When it comes to speed between the two cars, there's no difference. There's no difference. Hello? So he says husband when you look at Christ's love for the church and the love you should have for your wife there should be no difference. There should be no difference. So so which means in order for the husband to love the wife biblically into the world then that means the husband must go study how Christ loved the church and when you begin to study how Christ loved the church you begin to also see what kind of people was the church that Christ loved and you will find things on the church like Him, but he loved them. They rejected him, but he loved them. Hello? They crucified him, but he loved them. He came to his own, the church, and his own received him not, but he loved them. So if, if that's how the Lord, Jesus, loved the church, that means the husband. If your wife rejects you, you gotta do what Christ did to the church. Love her. If she rejects you, love her. <laughs> Hello? If she rebels against you, the church rebels against Jesus. Love her. Hello? Because there should not be a difference, right? It should be the same. It should be the same. And that is not a suggestion. That is a commandment. So, if you are not, if you are single and you're not prepared to love like that, stay single. Because to love like that is not for small boys. Some of us, we're still learning. (laughs) Woo! We're not yet perfected in that one. (laughs) We're still learning. If she irritates you, Love her. If she doesn't cook for you, love her. Hello? Even when she does not cook for you in the second kitchen, love her. There are two kitchens in marriage. If you are single, stick to the one. What am I saying? There is no excuse not to love. There's no excuse not to love. Are we together? Are we getting the picture? We're going to be judged on our love war. All right. right, have said a bit about love. Remember, we're talking about following Jesus. Following Jesus. Now, there's another commandment that he gave us. There's another commandment. And I told you, we are on a journey. We are going somewhere to happen. When we get there, we will happen. <laughs> there's another commandment. Let's go to 2 John 1.5. 2 John 1, five. There is another commandment. No, man. Sorry. Not 2nd John. Did I say 2nd John? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Don't be now. told you I don't like iPads. I like pen and paper. You guys bought me an iPad. Now I'm lost. I don't know what I typed today. It's your fault. I love you too, but I'm lost. Say Jesus, help him find his way. No! Right. Second John. Second John 1 5. Go to 10 to 2 John 1 5 in Jesus' name. 2nd <laughs> John five. Are you there? Now look at that. He says, and now I plead with you, lady. Not as though I wrote a new commandment. Okay, we're not. Yet to the second commandment. Not as though I wrote to you a new commandment, but that which you have heard from the beginning, which is to love one another. Verse 6 says, He says, This is love, that we walk according to His commandment. What is love? What is love? That we walk according to his commandments. This is the commandment. That as you have heard from the beginning. What did you hear from the beginning? What did you hear from the beginning? That you must love others. Right? And in week one we explained how to love others. He said love them how? Just as he loves you. Just as he loves you. Remember that? This is the commandment that you, that as you have heard from the beginning, you should walk in it. So we are told to walk in what? In love. So he sees the need to repeat this thing. Why? Because this is very important. So he is repeating it and he's reminding us of what he instructed us from the beginning. And he said, walk the way I have instructed you from the beginning. From the beginning. So this last thing is not changing in the new generation. In this time. It's Not changing. He says it, is, it still remains the same. It's not changing even in the time of grace. Uh-uh. No, I'm under grace. And grace means Jesus does it for me, so you will love for my sake. Me, I will hate. Ah. ah. His grace enables you to love. Hmm? God's grace is God's power that empowers us and enables us to live godly. To live godly. So imagine he's saying this to his disciples and he says, are you going to tell us about that instruction again? We've heard this before. Let's leave the law. I told you there's another instruction. X 13. X 13. Another instruction. Because we want to be followers of Jesus, right? We want to be followers of Jesus. So if we are followers of Jesus, we do what Jesus says. Acts 13, verse 47. Acts 14, verse 47. 13, 1-3. Did I say 14? I was just checking if you missed Acts 13, 37. Four, so the Lord has commanded. What did the Lord do? What is to command? The Lord has instructed, right? He has instructed us. that said, I have set you as a light to the Gentiles. That you should be for salvation to the ends of the earth. Let me read in my Bible. For so the Lord has commanded us, and He said, I have set you as a light to the Gentiles, that you should be for salvation to the ends of the earth. Look at verse 48. Now, when the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and glorified the word of the Lord. And as many as had been appointed to eternal life believed. What made them believe? The lie. The lie. So he said he has set us as light. He has commanded us to be the lie. In other words, to be different. To look different. To sound different. Say, God has commanded me to be different. To talk different. To walk different. To sound different. To treat others different. We are commanded to be the light. Say, I'm commanded to be the light. What is the opposite of light? You're commanded to be the light. What, 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 what are the works? What are the works of darkness? Hatred. Hello? Gossip. Unkind. Unloving. Forgiveness, Those are the fruits of darkness. Those are what happens in the darkness. Luke 11. Luke chapter 11. Look at verse 33. He says, No one, when he has lit the lamb, puts it in a secret place, or under a basket. But on a lampstand. That those who come in. May see the light. God says I want people to see your light. Don't hide your light. Let them see your light. Shine your light. Shine your light. Hello. Shine your light. Stop shining Beyonce on Facebook. Shine the light. Amen. Pastor Moses in the house. Hello. He has brought the light. You put this is your light shining, oh? I, I know you're dark, but is your light shining? Welcome, sir. Good to see you. Amen. He says, "Don't don't put your light in the secret place. Ah, you don't you don't put the light in the secret place. You go pray and activate the light in the secret place. But when you come out, the light must shine. It must shine brighter and brighter. He says, for all to see. I never thought coming about, but 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 I don't accuse about what come. No, I don't come. I'm just letting the light shine. Talk about Jesus." about Jesus. Let him shine. Let's continue. The lamb of the body is the eye. Therefore, when your eye is good, your whole body is also full of light. When your eye is what? What makes the eye good? What you pay attention to what you entertain, what you watch. Stop watching things of darkness and expect to still shine the light. You cannot be watching things of darkness and filling your mind with things of darkness and filling your your whole system with darkness and expect to be the light. You're not going to be the light. You won't shine. You won't be the light. Because darkness and light they fight against each other they are contrary to one another they are at war with each other and the one you pay attention to the most that's the one you will reflect i can't be i can't be spending time with gossipers and then we gossip about tobega and then we 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 we, we talk about all the ugly things about tobega and those things they fill my mind they fill everything in me and everything and then i meet tobega and then i I'm nice. I can't be nice because I'm full of darkness towards her. I've been poisoned towards her. So you cannot be listening to the world talking about marriage and do marriage God's way. Because the world's way of doing marriage is darkness. And God's way of <laughs> that, that you, you, you can, you can, we can't do it the same. There's a way the world does marriage and there's a way God does marriage. They can't happen the same. There must be a difference on how the children of light do marriage and how the children of darkness do marriage. And as young people, you cannot operate like your friends of darkness that don't know Jesus at school. You must be the light that is different, that shines at school. When they reject those kids and they say they are not cool and they say they don't fit in, you embrace those kids because you are the light. Don't go along with your cool friends at school that don't know Jesus and they're busy bad. They're they're treating other kids bad. Don't make me start now. We are children of light. Verse 35. Therefore, take heed. Take heed that the light which is in you is not darkness. Take heed. Be careful. Pay attention. Don't, don't, Don't be casual with that light. Don't relax with that light. Be very careful with that light. Pay attention to that light. And make sure that that light does not turn into darkness, does not become darkness. Your behavior must reflect the light. Your speech must reflect the light. How does it say we must talk to one another? Our speech must be full of what? Love when we talk to each other. Don't talk to each other with attitudes. Huh? You know, in this world, especially, not in the kingdom of light. We embrace one another. We, we uplift one another. We are patient with one another. We help one another. We are children of light. We reflect the light. We walk in the light. There's a song that they used to sing back in the days. It says, Walking in the light, following my Savior, Jesus, never let me go, created in His image. And then what? You don't know that song. My wife. First I'm telling you, you know that song. Walking in the light, following my Savior, Jesus. Never let me go. Created creating his image. Looking in the power. Of Jesus, Jesus, (laughs) Jesus, never let me go. Walking in the light, following my Savior because we are His disciples, we are His followers now. We do as He does. Huh? family, we need to choose this thing. It's a choice. To walk in love is a choice. To walk in the light is a choice. No, you don't need the Holy Ghost. After you decide, the Holy Ghost will help you. No, you choose. It's a choice. You choose to be mean. You choose to be arrogant. You choose to gossip. No, no, nothing is forcing you. It's a choice. And yet you chose to come to church this morning. Yeah, next week you choose not to come. Hello? Yesterday we went to go bury one of our, our members' father. I made an instruction to all the leaders that they must attend. Some chose not to come. Choice. Because mankind hate being instructed. Yet the kingdom of God operates by instruction. If you want to be a child of the light, fall in love with being instructed. Because obedience only comes after an instruction. You can't be, an, um, you can't, listen, he says, he says, which one is better? Sacrifice or obedience? How does the scripture say? Obedience is better than sacrifice. Obedience is better, I, I can sacrifice my time and, and, and pray five hours. I can sacrifice my time and get into the world the whole day. Those things are good. I can sacrifice, you know, my, my things and give other people my things. We want we want to be givers. God has told us to be. I can sacrifice and do that, and God instructs you to forgive, and you say no, and your prayers and your whatever they are they're, they're pointless because what spend with time with God when He gives an instruction you refuse to obey. The reason why we go into His presence is so that we get instruction. But our prayers are so filled with us talking, 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 talking and asking and asking and asking and asking. We're not waiting to be told what to do. We're not waiting for instructions. When you receive an instruction and you obey it, that's where the blessing is. Hello? So you might want to get into the habit of getting into the presence of God and say, Lord, what are you saying to me? And the best way to find out what God is saying is to study his word. And when you read his word, his word is a book of instructions. He will tell you what to do and what not to do. And when he tells you what to do, do it. No questions. No questions. Stop wanting to understand. Your your need to understand is getting you into too much trouble. Our need to understand is getting us into too much trouble. Obey without question. Obey without understanding understanding will catch me later. Lord, I I, I see what you're saying, I, I hear what you're saying, but, but I don't understand. I don't get it. Just do it. Just do it. God, God don't need you to understand. Before you you obey. Uh, Praise God for understanding. Praise God for understanding. But that's not my requirement for obedience. It's not my requirement to obey. Nah, I keep playing, it's fine. May the Lord bless your fingers. Because you're gonna play. Oh. First John 2.6. Is that what we're reading? Look at first John 2.6. Please, first John 2.6. Give me a few minutes and I'll be done. Are you getting something this morning? Are you sure? First John 2, 6. He who says he abides in Him ought himself also to walk just as I mean in this church we we know that word as as how should we walk? As, as, as how? As who walked? Now, when people say to you, and you feel bad, why do you feel bad? Because he said, you should. He said, yeah. didn't he say that? He said, you must walk as he is, as he walks. Let's read again. Maybe this English. He who says abide in him. Do you say you abide in him? Okay. Please handle this. He who says abide in him ought himself also to walk just as if. You see, the problem is that we, we read scriptures in a hurry. We read scriptures in a hurry. Pause. Consider. Think about what you just read. Look into what you just analyze this thing. It's called meditation. Meditate on this thing. How did he walk? He walked differently, right? The, the Pharisees noticed how different he is. He said, What sort of man? is this, that even the winds obey him. That they're not just to him. Hello? Peter says, if it's you, Jesus, bid me come. He said, Zohar. He said, come. So Peter was not sure. He said, but if it's him, and he says, I must come. And if I go and I'm able to do what he's doing, it's him. Hello? Allah Rose. Then he started walking towards him. Started walking towards him. But as he was walking towards him, his eyes were fixed on him. His eyes were what? Fixed on him. And as long as his eyes were fixed on him, he kept on walking. And then came the time where he got his eyes off of him. And when he got his ass off of him and he considered what was happening here, yeah. when he considered what was happening here, yeah, he's like, I'm actually walking on water. And when he came to his senses, stop getting into your senses. Get into the spirit. When he got into his senses, his understanding. his understanding. says, He says, oh, <laughs> I'm walking on water. And his understanding, instead of telling him, oh, "This cannot be," his eyes were off of Jesus, and he began to drown. He began to sink. He was caught before dropping. Thank God he knew where to call for help as he was sinking. Now, don't be hard on Peter. At least he walked and How many steps have you walked on water? <laughs> huh? So, 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 be nice to Peter. That man is my hero. Thing about him, he knew who he was working with. Cuts off, yeah, he knows his master will sort it out. <laughs> alright, 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 let's learn this thing. I'm out of time. I'm out of time. He walked in love. He was very kind, but yet uncompromising. Very strict about his mission. Very focused on what he came to do. He was patient. You see, walking in love and kindness and patience does not mean we must be weak and tolerate wrong and compromise. Could it be the reason why we're still praying and asking God for things over and over? Because we have we haven't been walking as he walked. Because you know, when we walk like he walks, we walk in authority. We walk in authority. We walk in boldness. We walk in power. He walked in power. The man went to the fig tree and found no figs in it, and he was so upset with the tree that he cursed the tree. He said to the tree, No one will eat from you ever again. And the Bible says, it withered and died. You see, he was harsh on things like that. You need to be harsh with poverty. Hello? We need to be harsh with sickness and disease. But we tolerate these things because we don't know who we are. When I ended here, we'll continue next week. Let me leave you with this. First Peter two twenty one. First Peter two twenty one. Are you there? For to this you were called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that we should follow. Where we should follow where? Whose steps must we follow him? What is a disciple? A follower of Jesus. What did he say we should do? Follow in his steps. What does it mean to follow in his steps? To do what he does, right? What did he do? What did he do? They used to have those things, you know, that you would put on here, on your arm here. What that you used to write WWJT. What would Jesus do? When you are in a situation and you want to give someone a piece of your mind, you have to consider: What will Jesus do? When you are tempted to walk in hatred, what will Jesus do? When they offend you and you are about to take offense, what will Jesus do? What will Jesus do? Amen. Only takes courage to do what he does we'll continue next step. did I say I'm leaving you with the scripture no this is the one I'm leaving you with first John first John 5 why does he want us to do what he does because he has First John 5 19. John five nineteen. We're gonna pick it up. Pick it up from here next week. He says, "We know that we are of God." Do you know? Do you know that you are of God? We are of God, and the whole world. How much of the world? How much of the world? What happens to it? Lies under the sway of the wicked one. Now, because I don't know this English that much, where did I go? I went to Google. And I said, Google, sway. What is sway? Sway. Now, look, this is the word I got from Google. Say, yo, yo. Hot and cold. Hesitant. weaver. The whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. Or you can say influence. They lie under the influence. The Bible says the world is under the influence of the devil. I did not say it. It is scripture. And believers are beginning to be like the world. Shame on us. How can we shine to those that we look like? How can we shine to those that we look like? And we are so scared to be different. Why? Because we want to fit in. We are so scared to be rejected. Because when we are rejected, we be, you know, it affects us. Because we don't know who we are. Why must we want to be accepted by the world? And we need to teach our children these things, Because they'll be rejected at school. And they come crying, Mommy, Mommy, John don't want to be my friend. He's not Come on. He not there, the devil. Yet, mommy as well. your husband My friends at work, they're gossiping about me. So why is it a big deal? Jesus warned you that it will happen, boss. he said if it happened to him, it will happen to you. So why get surprised? Why, why is it a big deal? You're supposed to walk in greater understanding. They know. They don't know. He said, Father, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they do. They were doing it, but Jesus said they don't know what they're doing. Whoever hates you, gossip about you, whoever tries to do anything, evil, they don't know what they're doing. Because if they really knew who you are and whose you are, they will not even think of mistreating you. They'll be very nice to you. says we must be nice with one another but especially to those that are of the household of Christ. Isn't that scripture? Be good to everyone, but especially those that belong to Jesus. Now belong to Jesus. Eh? Better be nice. It's good for you to be nice to me. It's good for you to be nice to your brother. It's good for you to be nice to your sister. It's very good. interfere with your prayers. Amen?
1: Now because you heard this
0: word, let me tell you what's going to happen this week. Pastor, are you a prophet? Take me as one. He's going to bring all sorts of things that will challenge what you just heard. They're coming. Here's my advice. Take those things that He brings to you as an opportunity to practice the Word. If you have an idea of someone that you think don't like you at work, go give them money tomorrow. Don't give them a lunchbox. They'll think you've got something inside. They won't take it. I'm telling you, let's do the Word. Let's do the Word. Go do nice to someone that you think don't like you. Or that you know they like you. Or someone that you think they think you don't like them. <laughs> God do good to them. Practice scripture. Oh, how are you? Good morning. You know, I was thinking about you. I just want to bless you. And we use the word bless. Don't say I just want to give you. Ah, ah. Bless. Be intentional. Just want to bless you. Let them hear bless. Because that's associated with God. Yeah. Or oh, you can even go deeper. Say deeper, papa. Say, the Lord has instructed me to bless you. Yeah, it's good. The Lord instructed you. I know you read the Bible. It says, "Do good to those." That's God's word. Say, the Lord has instructed me to give you this. Mama Ella, that must sort them. The dental in them out. Yeah, do that and walk away. The one throw away that, had, don't give them ten rand. Uh-uh. Yeah, no. If the lady give them a chocolate. Yeah, but make sure. Ladies and ladies. They'll still think, hey, this chocolate, is it sealed properly? Remember, they hate you. They don't trust you now. They know, that, they know that you know that they hate you and they think that you will deal with them the way they deal with you. But you can change people's mindset. Amen, family? Are we taking the challenge? Be on time at work. Be a child of the light. Do things right. When you go on lunch, don't take overtime. Let's not your overtime. Be good to your employers. Hello? Are you with me? If you've been in the habit of working up at work late, stop that. You, you don't reflect God by doing that. Stop that. You told her to phone you after church? Yeah, hey, until, oh, Anita said hey. Praise God. Praise God. God is good, amen.